0: good morning everybody it's me snowflake snowflakington filling in for mike g once again mike g couldn't be here this morning so we're gonna have a fantastic show not gonna poison your mind with conservative
1: values my name is manny 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 what
0: what's your last name
1: Make man and I'm manly.
0: Well thank you for joining us, Manny. Manny's gonna bring a whole new perspective to the program. But it's I wanna thank be everybody. Doing. Uh, you're, you're talking over me you're talking over me. that's such a toxic thing to do so stop being toxically masculine uh, you know you have to behave yourself if you're gonna be on the program manny so everybody this is snowflake snowflaking filling in for Mike G in the morning he couldn't be here today so we want to thank everybody for tuning in because this show is so much better than Mike G in the morning and his his poisonous conservative values And you can listen to the new Snowflake Snowflakington program every Friday at 7am on the East Coast on WFYL 1180am and 1180wfyl.com
1: Those are masculine call letters. Well, thank you.
0: Mm. Uh, But you don't want to be too (laughs) masculine. So I want everybody to know about the other programs that they have on this station. They have Scott Adams who comes on on weekdays at 9am until noon. And then they've got Dana Lash who she's frankly kind of Scary because she's into guns. Uh, we're going to call them the bad things. Unless the government has them, then they're the good. You know, thingies.
1: I think it's that you're afraid of all women.
0: I'm afraid of women, and I'm afraid of the bad thingies So let's. Uh, women are great, though. They can they can do anything men can do.
1: No, but, that's that's actually not true. You know, I have found as a masculine man that women over the years women don't know much.
0: Well, apparently some men don't know much either. No, I, no. I, uh, I forgot, uh, I forgot uh, that you're it, so it, so intelligent.
1: It's the more. You're,
0: so- you're a very intelligent man. He let me finish my reads the Dana more Lash. soy they
1: drink the stupider they get
0: oh uh, well, what do you drink beer for breakfast i'm uh, sure you're so manly you're not I'll tell you exactly for what I had for breakfast
1: i had a pack of cigarettes i had <laughs> i had a glass of milk because that's american and I had some beer.
0: Well, you're running right over me. Oh, once again, I told you to stop being toxic. Let me finish my reads. All we right. got to talk. So Dana Lash comes on the radio at 1 o'clock until Ben Shapiro comes on at 3 o'clock. And then Michael Savage comes on with the Savage Nation weekdays at 6 p.m. for a whole two hours. Uh, Mike G. in the morning used to come on at Fridays at 7. And today, I'm snowflake, snowflakington filling in for Mike G. in the morning. And please continue to tune in and listen so you get some real knowledge on this station because you hear so many uh, poisonous conservative values from, from the other people on this station. And I really want to tell you guys the truth. So if you want to learn more, you got to listen to Snowflake Snowflakington. Now it's been brought to my attention last week that there was another guy on this station and his name was also Snowflake. I want everybody to know that I am a different snowflake and that no two snowflakes are alike and that I'm very unique and that I'm very special. You know and I get a trophy because everybody gets a trophy in, in my world. So I want everybody to know that I'm a different snowflake and just because there was another guy named Snowflake on the on all the right, station, All right.
1: I think like okay, all yeah, of you all I, you know I ironically interrupt people. ironically. All you snowflakes, are I all this. You all have the same commander and you know, your commander-in-chief, M- uh, Ms. Rachel Maddow, um, MSNBC, CNN. I, I,
0: I'm, I'm highly offended by that because, first of all, I think You're, Bernie Sanders is a better role model. Uh, he's one of the greatest role models on the planet. He's a socialist. I, I, absolutely. General. He sure is a socialist, and that's one of the best things about oh, him. Oh, yeah.
1: Wait, where's, where's this socialism worked out? Is it, that in your unicorn, they just unicorn land? Right.
0: They just didn't do it right
1: so Bernie Listen, Sanders is the virtuous one
0: yeah Bernie Sanders is gonna make sure it's done right he's filled because with if virtue. you know right. if you read books which obviously you don't know how to do no I don't read books you know that you know that Listen uh, to the socialism radio Socialism is really good and socialism could be a great thing for this country and I'm glad that somebody's finally brought it up so that we can implement it the right way
1: so did you read did, 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 I don't mean to step on
0: you. Uh, you, you keep stepping on me you keep interrupting that's all you know how to do you learn that I'm in sure you man spread on the train you sit there with your legs wide open when you go on the train in the bus Right. And you have no consideration for other people. That's the thing with all you conservatives is that you think that there's something wrong with being considerate of other people. I'm sorry. I presume that you're a conservative. Uh, uh, you, me, you just uh, look uh, like a conservative to me. Right. You, know, you seem like a
1: conservative. Uh, so what you're really trying to say is that I look like a man and the way. The way a man sits has to do with certain anatomical things that I'm not going to go on to on a family program. Well, I don't know what you you're have talking no, about. You have no conception. That's,
0: that's that's obviously not true of all men. You so, mar- I don't... I, I think that's well, very uh, offensive that you made that suggestion. Masculine, and that you made a that masculine assumption. man. You, you made the, you made an assumption. And you know what? Sometimes too much masculinity isn't a good thing. And if you're not masculine, that's just fine. And that there should be no assigned gender roles. And there's you, besides... Well, there's,
1: there aren't in here. I can assure Sure you of that? Not it's, with you. Pl- Not to the bottom. There's right plenty. Of
0: me. There's plenty of different genders where people can do whatever they want and identify however, however they want. So uh, I want a- you to stop, stop being so old-fashioned with your thinking. And that's why we had you on the program today, so we could try to talk some sense into you. Maybe you could finally see the light.
1: So, where'd, you, where'd you learn most of your values anyway? The University?
0: Uh, a lot of them on the internet. Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube. I, I watch a lot of CNN and, and MSNBC and I, I read The Washington Post. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm well educated.
1: Have you ever disagreed with any of these sources?
0: Uh, that, that, well, what's to disagree with? These it, it, it are just facts. These are just facts that they present on the Washington Post and and on CNN and MSNBC. So that's that's where I get my knowledge. So uh, I want to talk today about something that's incredibly important, and that is climate change. Um, I know that you mentioned earlier all oh, the climate. Climate change.
1: Tr- Again. Is, is uh, it, no. It, I, listen. You have you, no consideration change, for other I people. Can assure you, I can assure you that you with that that ozone layer does nothing but keep the heat in and make me perspire. Perspirate.
0: <laughs> so you're doing an incredibly good job. You mentioned that you drive a truck before. Is that by any chance a hybrid truck?
1: No, it's not a hybrid truck. It runs on it, di- Diesel. Uh, a uh, masculine uh, fuel. I'm sorry, my mustache. It musta- runs
0: on boat Deedle?
1: No. My mustache got in the way. Uh, Diesel, a masculine fuel. So
0: so do you know what that's doing to the environment? You just don't care about other people.
1: It's warming us us up. You know how cold it is outside. (laughs)
0: So I I, I guess that you're a fan of dirty air and dirty water, aren't you?
1: Dirty air, dirty water, and dirty women. That's Uh, what I like.
0: This is is incredible. You know, you're such a pig. You're absolutely a pig, and you Uh, need to start being more conscious of the environment. Could I interest you in switching uh, from a truck to a bicycle?
1: Let me touch on pigs for a second and get your mind out of the gutter, Libby. What I'm trying to say is that tastes good.
0: Well, I want to try to convince everybody to to participate in something they call meatless Mondays and meatless Tuesdays and meatless Wednesdays, meatless Thursdays and meatless Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. What I think that we should do is we should stop eating animals and stop eating animal products, which includes eggs. It includes milk. And we should really just all eat uh, certain plants. You know, I'm not so sure about eating plants at you this sure point. About though. That? Yeah, no, I'm really not sure about that because... The bottom line is that plants are people too, right? Plants have souls and plants really deserve a chance to live just mm. as much as anybody else. I don't know why we
1: think we're more important than plants. Plants only have two genders. Are you sure you lack like them? Well, that's not true. You're just ignorant. You just, you Come just, on, I it, I, I I was, I've ignorant. been educated out in the world. I have more than three sources. So what do you do for a living anyway? I work at a hardware store. Oh, yeah. What kind of hardware store? Space hardware. Uh, Goodness. So that qualifies you to be a scientist, I guess, right? No, it means that uh, you might say that it's because we bought airtime and that they said that I could be a representative of the store and I could sit in. But I'm, in my heart, in my lady's heart, reason- I came in. I came in to give you a masculine viewpoint because you're a snowflake. And your generation's completely gone sideways.
0: You say snowflake like it's derogatory. I'll tell you what. The only reason you let you set derogatory. foot in this station is because you guys bought an ad for the program. But with that. You yeah, look like that's a bad thing. It's a terrible thing. All you did was, was buy and that's the, the crony capitalism that we see in this country right now. All you got to do is spend some money oh, and you get your platform and you get to do whatever you want. All you need is a little bit of money. And people like you, they're born with their money and they just get it all handed yeah, to oh, them. And it's not fair and if we get socialism with Bernie Sanders then we won't have to deal with this anymore we don't even have to deal with your stupid commercials coming on here and getting people like you on the air but with that I don't have a choice because this airtime ain't free so snowflake snowflakington show with you this morning let's hear a word from our
1: sponsors folks what is worse than a liberal I don't know what is worse than a liberal a Tornado. Folks, this upcoming Tornado season, make sure to get yourself all shored up with plenty of manly goods like storm drainers, bath protectors, soon tobacco, duct tape, and plenty of canned goods at your Greater pennsylvania Space Hardware, because what is worse than a liberal?
0: I don't know. What is worse than a liberal?
1: I told you, you dopey son of a gun. A Tornado. Space Hardware. worse than tornado. See salesperson for details. Well,
0: we want to thank Pencil Tucky Space Hardware for sponsoring the program, and we hope that everybody here patronizes uh, Pencil Tucky Space Hardware. Thank you again. Uh, but uh, but the only reason you're on this program is because you guys bought that commercial.
1: You know, uh, as far as growing up with money, oh, I'll tell you something. I was born. I was born in a, r- a rural part of Kentucky. I was born in a double wide trailer. We didn't have cable TV. We didn't have a basement. Now you be honest. You live in a basement?
0: That sounds like socialism, and I think it's a great idea. If everybody just lived like that, then we would all be fine. We wouldn't have to worry about it. You know,
1: things. it's a typical fascist that's going to be talking over me. You know, you probably a member of Antifa. Oh, ironically. So, named. what's
0: wrong with that? They don't like fascists.
1: They are fascists. You like fascists? They, uh, they, they, they throw, they throw Molotov oh,
0: cocktails. Oh, how horrible! They don't like fascists. What how terrible of? they are! Oh, they, they punch Nazis in the nose. How terrible!
1: You've never even met a Nazi. Uh,
0: I, I've seen plenty Nazi. of Nazis. Just go to any Trump rally. Go to any Trump rally, you see them all walking around all over the place, and then Antifa comes out you and know, they punch Nazis in the nose.
1: You know, you, you are leaving me almost speechless, which is extremely rare. It's amazing. Your people can just go ahead and just say anything and just have it be true. It's It's got to be a wonderful world being a snowflake.
0: It you is a wonderful that. world being a snowflake. You ought to try it sometime. It's better than being a hateful, hateful person like yourself who's ruining the environment with a the, with the pickup truck for no reason. What do you pick up that you need a pickup truck?
1: peat moss, tobacco, whatever I need, whatever I need to a generator, maybe perhaps an air compressor. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I don't pick up. I don't pick up, I don't pick up your school books filled with fake facts.
0: Yeah. How silly of me. I read school books. I'm (laughs) I'm a real idiot for reading school books. (laughs) Why don't you throw tomatoes at me? Put me in prison because I read school
1: books. I I would love to put you in prison. I can assure you you're not going to do well. And I'll tell you one thing about prison. Mm, It's a masculine place. There's a lot of testosterone going on in
0: prison. That's all you Republicans know how to do is throw your enemies in jail, right? It's like Trump said to to Hillary Clinton, if I get elected, then Uh, you're going straight to jail. It was just because he didn't like her. It it was just because it had nothing to do with the emails or anything like that. He just decided, I don't like her, so I'm going to try to put her in jail and I'm going to get the fbi to look into hillary clinton and we're gonna to go to the fISA courts and we're gonna get warrants to illegally spy on hillary clinton
1: jeffrey epstein didn't kill
0: himself oh my gosh you're such a conspiracy theorist you know that
1: i don't want to talk about it because i don't want my high uh, bone broken as well but i can assure you yeah i uh, you know what Everything's fine with him. I, I, I want to go home tonight. I don't want some problems. Everything's fine. Jeffrey Epstein's fine. Okay.
0: All I know is the government said he killed himself, so that's what it is. That's what happened. Well,
1: for my safety, I'll just agree with you on that. One government. The government. Yeah, we, we agree on something for okay. different reasons.
0: Let me, are you one of those crazy people who thinks the, the government lies to you sometimes?
1: Government's con- The government's filled with lies. The way a man looks at things is... Looks at it his own way. He takes his own path in life, in his own boots, with his own, with his own, with morals that he learned in an institution like a church, listen, or, or.
0: I don't need, I don't need any of that stuff. I'm a man and I wear flip flops. I wear tank tops. And it, it's just like somebody like you to think all men have to think and do these certain things. Otherwise they're not. Now, men. There's certain
1: ways. There's certain ways that we sit. There's certain foods that we eat. And there's certain genitalia that we have.
0: Uh, I I can assure you this. Of course. I wear socks and sandals. Why? It's just like people like you to go ahead and do everything as inconsiderate as possible, right? You know, you say I sit a certain way. Well, you don't think about the other people who are sitting there on the train. You say, oh, well, we like to drive certain things. Well, you don't consider that you're ruining the planet for everybody else who's got to live here. Come on. Uh, uh, We got to live here. oh, oh
1: we oh, got to live here. Calm down now.
0: It's not just your planet. Everybody yeah, no, else has to live down. here. You're destroying things uh, because it's, it's, you're eating uh, no, your no, meat no, no. and you're driving uh, your truck. I eat my
1: meat we should have all no, I want. We should, have no we, should have
0: no we should have no meat allowed and no trucks allowed. And it should only be bicycles and, and nuts. That's what we should have. You'd uh, like I think a- Bernie Sanders is is, is is on a good path to that. And we got to get rid of the bad thingies. I want to tell you something. You
1: don't even want a seat on your bicycle, probably. But you know, we I'm, I'm talked about
0: last, last week, we talked about uh, different ways that you could possibly defend yourself if a billionaire tried to rob you on the street because we all know how evil billionaires are and I don't like to even use the word gun where you talk about them being the bad thingies if the people got them and the good thingies if the government's got them. But what I do is occasionally- So you're
1: saying the government should have a monopoly on danger? Absolutely. That's who they- you want to be dangerous? How else are they going to keep us safe, stupid? They don't keep us safe. The government keep us safe. Oh, the, government Only- ha- the government has a track record for ruining
0: things. Only the government- should have them. And we should, the people shouldn't even well, talk I'll about them. You, you know, I mean, by by talking about them, what do you think we do? We're just we're perpetuating gun violence throughout the entire world. Mm, and eventually- Guns are the
1: only thing that kept us free. You know what Thomas Jefferson said, a real man, I can assure you of that he had one gender. Thomas Jefferson said, the guns, I'm paraphrasing here, are to keep you from people like me. You know, the, the
0: guys like Thomas Jefferson, you know how old he is? You know, he is so uh, old. Uh, uh, he's dead. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, well, dead. that's even older than old then if he's dead.
1: If, if it wasn't for the forefathers like him, you wouldn't be able to be here. Listen, with some your- people
0: have two fathers. Some people have forefathers. That's besides the point. What uh, we need to understand uh, is that you don't we don't have to bring to my old,
1: family into it my cousins. We don't
0: have to listen to old white people anymore we should make up new values and the new values are that only the government
1: should have the. wait a second hold on now now wait a second see that's that's where the disconnect happens here i could care less about someone's skin color that's all you think about i listen to this msnbc cnn if i accidentally lands on it while i'm trying to turn tune in family feud and i hear race this race that the lesbian mayor of this place i don't care what it is i don't care what it is all i care about is are you a decent person or are you a Deep, Less than decent person I you, couldn't you, think you, of anything That wasn't a curse word you don't, sorry.
0: you don't watch CNN And MSNBC Or Family Feud all, all your television watching Consists of Is Duck Dynasty And the show With the, the alligators That the people The swamp people That's the only thing That you watch on What's television. wrong with swamp people all you I got on cousins on who live you in you the swamp I resent that remark
1: people. Uh, I re- resemble that remark
0: You don't watch anything Of intelligence And if you'd watch CNN And MSNBC You'd know that only The government should have guns uh, So I'm not gonna no, no, I'm no. not even oh, gonna ye- listen You're talking about Wolf
1: Blitzer with his non-confrontational beard there. I
0: have no reason to talk to you anymore. His most feminine beard I've ever seen. Disgusting. Well, if you'd shut up for a second, you'd Mm. know about this new product that I'm bringing to the market. So last week, we talked about how sometimes if you got to protect yourself from an evil billionaire who tries to rob your wallet on the street, that you could have something in your pocket to protect yourself. And what I usually use is a Ziploc bag filled with bees. So I went after the program. I had a lot of people call me up and say, Mike, that is a fantastic idea. And I myself would like to carry a Ziploc bag filled with attack bees if I need to protect myself. So I had a great idea. I said that, you know what, we should go. I went to a special lawyer and I'm going to get a patent on the bag of bees and I've, I'm very proud to let everybody know that very soon we're gonna have a bag of bees come to the market so if you want to buy bag of bees you can pre-order by calling right, into
1: right. the station I'm hearing uh, sounds more like a bag of turds sitting next to me I'll tell you something first off you're gonna go to a special or you know who's a, a lore? that Mach G in the morning guy isn't he a lawyer?
0: He's, a, he's he's a, he's not a patent He's
1: a lawyer. gun attorney. He's a
0: scary lawyer. Masculine
1: attorney. And yeah. I'll, let me tell you something. I'll tell you what I have for my protection. You can have your uh, attack bees. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I will have my guns.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I bees, have. Another thing. We should talk about that. Some, sometimes if I don't have attack bees, I carry a little bottle of skunk spray. And that'll do it. You want to spray it in his nose so he smells it. And he'll run away. He'll fall to his knees. And this
1: is why you're single, son. Uh... I have- There's nothing a, wrong with being a, single. Marriage
0: is, marriage is an old institution for old people, and it's just because religion tells you to do it, and you shouldn't listen to that.
1: No, uh, clearly you haven't, son. I'll tell you what. I have on my. Mod- oh, I, 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 oh! I think I work for myself. From the up. No, no. Oh, I think
0: for myself. Certainly, I you for, do. I think for myself, the when of- I don't listen to what these people tell me to do for the last thousand <laughs> years, thousand million year old people.
1: The bag of bees.
0: CNN made me see the light. And the, the bag of a new bees.
1: Do it. The bag of bees was clearly thinking for yourself, but I can I can tell you what I used to protect myself from the ground up. On my ankle, I have a Smith and Wesson, an American gun, J frame thirty eight special plus P. You um, have a gun on you. This is ridiculous. I have. I'm going to call
0: security and the police and the FBI, and I'm going to call the the Navy.
1: On my hip, I have a Glock 19, which is a foreign gun, but it's a good quality. It's basically a Toyota Camry of guns, and I mean that with all respect to the Toyota Motor Company, well-made, versatile, economical, nine millimeter. Uh, On my shoulder harness, I got a couple of guns I ain't going to tell you about, but in my car my truck rather I got a sword because I'm an American I can have whatever I want
0: Oh, you got all these guns and a sword, and I
1: bet you got grenades and a bomb. Well, and I didn't want it. That was what, in my shoulder harness. I want to tell you about that.
0: Listen, are you are you you must be a very very afraid person that you walk around all day uh, with guns. You must be an afraid person and a mean nasty person. And I'll tell you I think something. We should be very frightened of people like you.
1: One man's paranoid is another man's
0: prepared. Uh, one's man's trash is another man's treasure. You got any other cliches from a million years ago, you old man?
1: I have cliches, because cliches are American, and I like to give 110%. There's no I in team. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. I bet you eat hamburgers for breakfast.
0: Is every day the 4th? Let me guess, what's your favorite holiday? The 4th of July, right?
1: It's an American holiday yeah. where you use pyrotechnics. Is it? Yeah, I'd say it's up there. I also like Thanksgiving. We have a turkey fryer. I
0: you know, don't understand why people think America is all that great in the first place. You know, we should learn from where the rest you, of the world.
1: Uh, you know where I think you should move to? Maybe you move to Saudi Arabia. I think they'll like you there. But I maybe, don't want to. Maybe Iran. You know what happens there?
0: I don't want to move Iran. anywhere but here. But, you know, I, Mart- I don't want, but that, listen, just because they have these better places, other places than the United States, doesn't mean I got to move there. It just means... We should be more like them. That's all.
1: I don't know. I, I do not think you'd fare too well in the Middle East, which I know you love.
0: They are very nice people. over there. There's very nice people everywhere. They don't let
1: your women listen, drive. You listen. like you like women, don't you?
0: Um, Yeah, yeah of course. Why would I not I, like women? Yeah, I caught you. I, I I caught you. you like women.
1: I look up to women. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I look up. She's my hero. I've got sure a poster of her is. on my wall. I'm sure she is. My
0: bedroom wall, i got a, a poster of the, the notorious RBG, is what they call her in my circle.
1: Hillary Clinton?
0: Of course. I've got I've got a poster of her as well. She should be in Hillary jail. Hillary Clinton is my hero. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait. No. You just oh, want to throw fine. all no, your no, no. enemies in I, jail.
1: I don't want any problems. I want to be safe walking out to my car. She's fine. We, we, we ain't going to touch her.
0: As a matter of fact, I just realized that I carry around a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg in my duct tape biodegradable wallet. Let, so I take her. it out. Here you go. Oh. So this is what mm. she looks like. Isn't she a hero?
1: You know what? I actually find that woman to be very attractive. Politics aside, you see, let me teach you something, son. A a masculine, masculine man, a man with traditional American values will look at that woman and say, I don't care about her politics. I don't really care what she says. In fact, she really shouldn't be speaking She's a woman. But – I look at her and I say, I see a little twinkle in her eyes. I see a little something. I say, that woman, that's an attractive woman.
0: You're a, you're a disgusting man. And that uh, you, you're really t- you saying things that's very offensive. And I might be calling the police because you know what?
1: she did not consent to you saying that. I think she'd like to be sitting in my truck, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think she'd do fine. She absolutely would not. I'd call and- her Ruthie, baby Ruth. <laughs>
0: That is that is so misogynistic and you know. I am toxically masculine. You are toxically mm. masculine.
1: That's not a good thing. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, th- that's probably why you've moved two feet closer since we started this interview. Which by the way is perfectly fine, because you know what? You're my buddy. I like you. Alright, I think there's hope for you yet, son. I don't know about your generation, but I think there's hope for you and I wanna take you hunting. You wanna come hunting with me? I would not like to go hunting with you, no. I got a cabin in the woods.
0: Well, I don't know why you you do things like that. Because I want to eat. You have two houses. You have two houses. Some people have zero houses.
1: One of them is a cabin in the woods. You should give that up. Got a double wide trailer. If this was socialism, then you would give that up. No, I'd live in a double-wide trailer if this was socialism, and so would you. And, and you so wouldn't have your, your your fancy second home in the middle of the woods. That you, you bet talk I about. wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have anything American. Wouldn't yeah, yeah. have my big screen. It TV. was all
0: handed to you. It's only you only got it because of privileges, and you're just born like that. And you don't think about the people less fortunate than you who could use that that house, that that glorious house in the middle of the woods. So for for anybody who just started listening to the radio, my name is Snowflake Snowflakington, and I'm here with a, a special guest. Unfortunately who only paid his way onto the air, mm. and his name is Manny, what's your last name again?
1: Manny McMahon, paying your way onto the air is, I'll tell you one thing, son, the American way.
0: It shouldn't be the American way, and soon it's not going to be the American way. The new American way is socialism. And God help so, us. Yes, it's, this, it's socialism, and you're not going to be able to, to even be on the air. As a matter of fact, the government should write scripts for us when we're on these programs so they could just tell us what to say. God, I don't want to deprogram
1: th- you, I don't know what to do. I
0: think this is, I think the fact that we get on here and we're allowed to say anything that we want is is terrible in the first place, and they should really be able to tell uh, people not to make hate speech on the I air. I knew
1: that that's where you're going, You
0: started to tell all these kinds of hate speech has come out of you
1: already. What is hate speech? i tell you
0: speech? what, I, I won't accept your stupid money anymore to be on the air.
1: What is hate speech? Is that just something you disagree with?
0: Hate speech is speech that is hateful, you dumb, stupid
1: idiot man. That, that's the best you got, right? The, I wouldn't want to be a dumb, stupid, idiot man. Which one is the insult? There is it, man? Is that what? That's what you're having trouble with? Isn't that's it? That's the worst one. You saved the all. best for last, didn't you? I
0: saved the best for last.
1: Mm, I'm sure you did. You dumb, stupid,
0: idiot man. So what do you? What do you want? That's to? your new name. Instead of Manny McMahon, you dumb, stupid, idiot man.
1: You know, and as an American, it's my right to be dumb and stupid if I want, or I can be astronaut. I can do whatever I want to do. And that's actually not true. You could no, never can do be whatever. an astronaut
0: in a million years. I could be an astronaut. A dumb, stupid, idiot man, and dumb, stupid, idiot men don't get to be astronauts. And that's why we should be socialists, because there shouldn't be people who are allowed to do things My that God. other people aren't allowed to do. Everybody should have the right to be an astronaut if what? they want to be an astronaut, but that's not the way it works in our
1: society. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody goes to space. Everybody I should go
0: to trophy, and everybody should go to space, and everybody should be able to operate a nuclear power plant, and everybody should get a free
1: ant farm once they enter the third grade oh see fan of affirmative action yeah it works out really good when you lower the standards to the low at least common denominator what's your father do for a living by the way i think this is gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this my dad was a beekeeper,
0: and he was a beekeeper for many years. But unfortunately, he was allergic to bees. And he, one day he got stung. He tried to really be tolerant towards the bees and be around the bees, even though he was allergic to the bees. But uh, one day in his old age, he had to retire, and now he's on welfare. But my dad was a beekeeper.
1: All right, so he was tolerant of the bees, and that's where he got the bag. He was a
0: very from. good beekeeper, and he should have had the same salary as a doctor. And what your mom do? Listen, he should have had the same salary as a doctor because these stupid doctors make all the money in the world and these billionaires make all the money in the world and the beekeeper should have just as much of a shot to enjoy life as anybody else.
1: You know, I'll tell you something, son, if you want your doctor making as much money as possible, you want the the brightest minds to go into medicine.
0: They will do that anyway. I don't know what you're going to say. They do it for the love of the business and taking care of people. And those should be the people who get to be the doctors, not the people who are motivated by the almighty dollar
1: not true the dentist is selling tooth whitening they like money trust, trust yeah. me i can assure you of that
0: that's right that's what's the problem is if they weren't making any extra money than a beekeeper then they'd be the best people to take care of your teeth they wouldn't try to sell you unnecessary stuff that's what you don't understand because you're a stupid idiot man
1: well i, I will say this i trust bees because since i was a child i watched the honey nut cheerios commercial and i trust that bee so i mean i Sells you Cheerios, so you can't go wrong with bees, I guess. And
0: my father was an excellent example for me. I learned all about the beekeeping industry and the beekeeping field. And in my opinion, he was an excellent role model.
1: And what would your mother do?
0: She, my mother was actually in construction for many years. Oh,
1: masculine job. That's good.
0: She went to construction mm. and then she uh, ultimately she became a prison guard. And then once she, she got her, her pension, then she started actually making beer for a living. Now she has her own
1: brewery. Oh, so your mom was a masculine woman. That's fair did, enough.
0: We just don't believe in gender roles. Did my mom mow the lawn? Yes, that was her job. Uh, did my dad wash um, the dishes? She didn't, Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. There's as, nothing wrong with that. And that's what you stupid idiot men don't understand. Well, here's the
1: thing. As long as your my mom... My dad
0: was not toxically masculine. He was a very good
1: person, even though I hate him. As long, <laughs> as, long as your mom didn't leave the confines of the easement of your property, she was still within a woman's role. So you want to keep a woman around the house. It's my, the best way to do things. You know that you're an ignorant, ignorant, stupid person. My mother didn't leave the property for 23 years.
0: And that's why and you she, ended up the way you did because that's right. I you have had traditional this, values. this mother who was imprisoned on the property raising you and, and that's father, why you
1: ended up the way you did. And my father only came onto the property in 23 years and, when he was out with his friends, uh, to, to make my brothers and sisters. And I think it.
0: what happened with you is that you, your dad caught you listening to the Backstreet Boys in your bedroom and beat the living hell out of you. And then from there my on. Father out, were,
1: well. My so, father beat me well. My father beat me well.
0: angry. Oh, I got to find
1: something. And masculine value.
0: I got to find something that's traditionally masculine to do. He probably played football to try to make him proud and he still wasn't proud. And he'd come home drunk and beat the hell out of you. And, and that's why you ended up the way you did.
1: Getting into a very dark place, aren't you? Well, that's what happened to you. That's why you ended up the way you did. No, my father was a great is a great man, and he he works. He's the manager of space hardware, and okay, maybe that's how I got my job. but nepotism is a is an American value.
0: And do you still live with him?
1: No, I live in a double wide. I told you.
0: Oh, so you don't live with your parents. It's a very wasteful person, you know that. I think we yeah. should all live with our parents till the day we die. Well, my
1: parents, well, my parents do live in a double wide just not the same double wide as me. Well, see, you wasting double
0: wides. You have two double wides where you could all live in one. And, and that's then, blasphemy,
1: son. You don't know anything about the double wide culture.
0: If you just live in the double wide together you, and you all split the bills and then you could be more sustainable and you don't have to drive trucks everywhere. You I could don't all even just, know what you're talking You could about. all just have one of those bicycles where you have multiple seats and you can go different places that way and so you could save the environment. Mm. Well, look at the time. I think it's time for a nap. I don't work, but I don't like to work too long. So let's take a nap, and you're paying for the show. We could go, right?
1: Oh, You know, look at the time. I do have to go work. A, I have to work a double. Uh, that, that, that's work. Well, so. you have
0: fun with it, you capitalist, yeah. stupid idiot man pig. Um, well, uh, well,
1: let me cut you off there. I'm going to say a masculine goodbye. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to walk out in a masculine way. I'm going to leave. You do that. Ah, oh, Mr. G in the morning. Good to good to see you. Is that Mike G? Snowflake! Get out of this, Get out of this chair. How many times do I got to tell you? i I got to go. Bye.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike G from Mike G in the Morning. Thank you for tuning in once again with Mike G in the Morning and The Law Matters. You can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. Believe it. So, let's be heard. I've got Kerry back in studio with me here today. Kerry, thanks, thanks for, for joining us here today. My pleasure. You know, we've got a lot going on in the world today. We're going to have Michael Moore come on the program, talk a little bit about what's going on in the Middle East. But I want to talk to you a little bit about, because we often talk about the Second Amendment, this recent opinion handed down by the Attorney General of Pennsylvania. I don't know who's been following this, but... The attorney general of Pennsylvania recently handed down an opinion to the Pennsylvania State Police regarding unfinished receivers. Now are you familiar with what they call 80% lowers?
1: Yeah, you see them at gun shows. They're uh, basically, I mean, it is a loophole. It's 80% of roughly, they don't have a way of quantifying that, do they? Of the uh, receiver of a firearm, which is essentially if you think of an engine, uh, it's like the engine block. Uh, Our crowd knows what that means. And they sell, send you a manny uh, guy would know what that means, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about. Uh, oh, the gentleman when I was, I was walking in. Yeah, yeah that
0: guy uh, yeah. with the cowboy hat. You know, the he very masculine. Yeah, yeah,
1: very masculine. Um, so, and they sell you a, a a jig with it, and you take a, a drill and you you drill it out, and and essentially what you have is you have your own firearm. Generally speaking, that is the piece that would be serialized, so it's considered the firearm. Whereas the other parts you could all buy it's finished. It, once it's finished. Yeah. 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 But, but it's they, the serialized part. But with these unfinished
0: receivers or 80% receivers as as they sometimes call them, uh, they are not a firearm as is. They're a chunk uh, of metal. They're mm-hmm. a chunk of metal. That's exactly right. So with the PA Attorney General handing down this opinion, it's, interest, it's going to be interesting to see whether Pennsylvania State Police start enforcing the definition of firearm differently for multiple purposes. Uh, we could get pretty in depth into that particular opinion because he only found that it meets the definition of firearm under certain specific sections. But people need to be aware of this, that moving forward, PSP might bring these cases. There's already been a lawsuit brought uh in the civil context. For me, I think another interesting way that we'll see this litigated through the appellate courts is if some when somebody's actually prosecuted for one of these things for having this Hunk of metal, like you said. Well, you're saying they're making an
1: actual law, or is he handing out the opinion? Now, can, the you, att- can you expatiate the, on the that? The
0: attorney general doesn't make the law. Now, as much, as badly as he wants to make the law, and he wants to restrict people's ability to own and possess firearms, the attorney general doesn't make the law. So, really, what he did here was he took uh, the opportunity to give the state police guidance as to how to interpret a law, and that's how, practically speaking, the attorney general can impact whether somebody's a criminal or a law-abiding citizen. Based through that interpretation, the state police may start enforcing this law differently as is. So there's basically some room for interpretation. It hasn't been litigated yet. And until it is, they may prosecute and move forward based on this interpretation by the Pennsylvania Attorney General. But no, the law has to come from the General Assembly and then be signed into the governor. And even if the governor decides not to sign it or vetoes the law, then it could be overridden with the
1: requisite amount of... Uh, votes. I think that there is a uh, – what this really says is that Democrats, anti-gun Democrats, same thing, um, who want to disarm us are taking away from the freedom now in Pennsylvania and the state that I love so much that I moved to from the horrendous state of New Jersey where mm-hmm. nobody can get a carry permit and the only 80 percent they know is – I eighty mean, percent, you know, but uh, yeah, eighty percent of the taxes. Yeah, there you taxes. go, Russ. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Eighty <laughs> percent taxes. That's
0: right. Yeah, the governor Murphy, good said old socialism. King Philip over there. Yeah. Yes. no Snow, Snowflake uh, ought to move to so New Jersey. Snowflake, Snowflakeington should move to New Jersey. Maybe it's time for me to pick up and go west. Well, you know what? I don't think so, though, because we're running out of places to move. We gotta stand and fight, especially when the Attorney General uh, comes out and tries to unilaterally make these decisions to restrict our rights you make no mistake about it he's doing this because they would like further gun control measures but they certainly don't have the votes to do so why because it is not the will of the people and the Pennsylvania Attorney General also statutorily has the ability to negotiate reciprocity agreements meaning he gets to negotiate as to whether other states will honor our license to carry firearms and vice versa since this guy has been in the job we have lost non-resident reciprocity with all the states. So we no longer recognize any non-resident licenses in Pennsylvania. So if somebody wants to somebody lives in New Jersey, for example, like you said, it used to be they could get something like Utah or New Hampshire or perhaps Florida, Virginia, one of these non-resident licenses. Texas really. was one that was popular at the time. Yeah. And now because this guy has gone away and made sure not to negotiate any good reciprocity deals for non-residents, we don't have the ability to to have reciprocity for non-resident licenses in Pennsylvania. So somebody
1: who lives in New Jersey would just be out of luck. Oh, well, you know, it's really not. My, what else can I say? What can I say about that? It's really not. It's, I'm not surprised. It, yeah. <laughs> what are you What are you gonna do there? You know uh,
0: what? You don't like it? Get out there and vote next time. That's what I gotta say for you. you right? Know what? If enough, enough people got out and voted in Pennsylvania to elect Donald Trump, then enough people could get out there and vote to have a different administration on the Commonwealth level, don't you think? Well,
1: you know, I guess they're not as organized and, or something because these laws are going through and the Democrats are, and I don't know why, there's so many, there's so many real things that are hurting people out there like uh, alcohol abuse and heroin and all this stuff, but for whatever reason, they want to disarm us. And throughout history, History is always a great indicator throughout history. Every single time when it comes down to it that a government disarms people, there's a reason and it ends up in genocide. And I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but why? Why are they so obsessed with that? But I think the bottom
0: line is that sometimes people get very, very lazy in a non-election and a non presidential election year, right? They stay at home when it's not a presidential election going on. And these are the consequences. We're going to have to live with these consequences. Uh, if you want to end up like New Jersey with King Philip, then keep it up, people in Pennsylvania. Otherwise, stop being lazy. Get out there and vote. With that, we've got Michael Moore, who's going to be joining us in just a minute. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G. in the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So, we've got a very special guest on the line. Our senior historian and political analyst, Michael Moore, is with us once again. Michael, are you with us? I am, Mike. It'd thank Mike you so much. You thank you so much for being here. You know, Mike, there's a lot going on in the Middle East right now. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background and an update as to what's going on?
2: Yeah, I think it's important to get a little bit of historical context uh, with regard to the current events to make sure that everybody kind of understands how things started and how we've gotten to the point that we're at right now. So I'd like to go back to 2015. Uh, that was when the United States signed on to the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, uh, more commonly known as the JCPOA or uh, more colloquially, uh, the Iran nuclear deal something that we heard a lot about uh, in the media back then, something was widely and frequently denounced by conservatives. The goal of it was to decrease the likelihood of Iran developing any nuclear weapons. Of course, some people thought the deal was fantastic. Others railed against it. Regardless, it was signed uh, in in 2015. Obviously, we know that one of President Trump's uh, main points during his campaign was to get us out of the Iran nuclear deal, and he did that in May of 2018. Um, In August of 2018, uh, he imposes some pretty severe sanctions on Iran, and that was just kind of the start of things. The sanctions have ratcheted up over time, uh, including industries such as airplanes, caviar, gold, steel, mining. Uh, There are a lot of sanctions in place that are really kind of crippling Iran's economy and obviously trying to keep them reined in. So as we get closer to the more current times uh, in 2019, uh, this is where we see Iran really kind of start to act out and they start to do some things on the world stage that uh, people look at sort of unfavorably. Uh, In May of 2019, there are some oil tankers sabotaged in the Strait of Hormuz. Uh, It was highly suspected that Iran was the culprit there. Uh, Also, in May of 2019, there were a group of rebels from Yemen who were potentially backed and armed by Iran that attacked a Saudi pipeline. Uh, And some people may not realize that Iran and Saudi Arabia have been uh, sort of mortal enemies for a long time. Uh, In June of 2019, there were some tankers from Japan and Norway that came under attack in the Gulf of Oman. Again, highly likely that it was uh, of Iranian doing. However, uh, nothing definitive came out there. As we get closer uh, to the modern time, also June 2019, Iran shoots down a U.S. drone. Uh, Both countries confirm the event. However, Iran claimed uh, that the drone was in their airspace. Of course, the United States disagrees. Um, There was actually some uh, debate about a response to that where president Trump was considering a fairly severe strike back and actually decided against that because he felt that the collateral damage would be too high. He thought it wouldn't be a, you know, a fair, um, response. And then the Iranian government continues to just, uh, really rack up a series of, of misdeeds, uh, In July of 2019, they exceed the stockpile limit of enriched uranium that was part of the Iran nuclear deal. Now, we have to remember that just because the United States pulled out of the deal, there were still other signatories. So, Iran was still supposed to be bound by that deal. They just chose to not abide by it. Uh, Also, July 2019, um, Iran seizes a British oil tanker in the Strait of Hormuz. in august of 2019 uh iran again exceeds the nuclear deal cap and then that kind of gets us up to the current time And we just see this long pattern of of uh breaking rules and not abiding by uh the rules that were set forth in the nuclear deal uh, and just generally acting out uh, against ships and from a
0: variety of nations. so mike was it surprising that they didn't comply with the deal
2: Well, from my perspective, not really. Uh, I don't know that I would have particularly trusted them. I I think that uh, their track record um, doesn't really lend a lot of credence to the idea of trusting them. Uh, So I I wasn't shocked to hear that they hadn't
0: abided by the terms. So is it a possibility that this deal was really doomed from the start?
2: I think so. Um, I think when you make... Any type of a deal like that with a nation that has such a long history of uh, misdeeds and and just general poor behavior uh, that it's inevitable that something like that will happen. I think it's important to
1: point out that we sent an entire pallet of cash to a terrorist nation and expected that they wouldn't wreak havoc with it.
0: Which kind of brings us where we are today, right? Mike, why don't you give us a little bit of an update of what's transpired in recent memory?
2: Absolutely. So recently, um, things have sort of intensified. There have been uh, a couple of missiles that have struck bases. Uh, one in December where a United States security contractor was killed. A couple of our servicemen were injured. Um, and those were that was where the tensions were really ratcheting up. Uh, leading into the airstrike uh, that killed uh, the Iranian General Soleimani.
0: And this is what really started everything that we're seeing in the news the last few days?
2: Yes. So the General Soleimani was the head of Iran's uh, elite Quds Force. They are sort of the special operators uh, of the Iranian military. Uh, And this guy was uh, the head of an organization that was responsible for countless deaths of American servicemen and women. Um, He was really a, a butcher. And interestingly enough, back in April of 2019, so in April of 2019, the United States actually declared the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps a terrorist organization. And one of the reasons that that becomes important is when they order the airstrike on General Soleimani, uh, he is actually part of a terrorist organization. Um, and the reason that they order the strike when they do is because the United States um, intelligence agencies have gathered information suggesting that there were a couple of attacks that were imminent uh, that he was going to be involved in. So when they found out where he was going to be and they knew that these attacks were imminent, uh, they decided to take action with the drone strike. So I think that's what a lot of people are wondering, Mike. They're wondering, you know, if this was all
0: going on for quite some time, why now? What What's the significance of the timing? You're saying that they had intelligence, uh, that something was imminent, that there was something that was about to happen?
2: Correct. Um, there was information that hasn't been released to the general public yet, mm. uh, that there were potentially a couple of attacks that he was going to be involved in. Uh, in a variety of ways and in order to try to uh proactively stop those attacks from happening uh they used the drone strike uh to take them out
0: but do you think a lot of people in the common public are somewhat skeptical that you know there were these imminent attacks and that's why we had to act at this
2: very moment well there was a lot of skepticism about that um there was a lot of there were a lot of complaints especially from Uh, members of Congress on the Democratic side who complained that uh, it wasn't anything imminent and that they were very upset that they were not informed uh, that President Trump had ordered uh, the drone strike. Now, there's a lot of precedent for presidents ordering these types of actions without informing Congress. Uh, It happened a lot under the Obama administration uh, and the Democrats didn't have a problem with it then, as we see often in Washington. I think it's just a lot of hypocrisy. But
0: Republican or Democrat, do you think that the people have a right to be skeptical or uh, a reason to be skeptical with what's happened regarding wars in recent memory?
2: I think so, um, especially when we think back to, you know, the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. I think we should be skeptical, and I, I think we should ask for Answers and make sure that uh, the government really is acting in our best interest as a nation
0: now There might be a difference between being skeptical and asking questions and looking to find some answers and outright condemning the killing of a murder as there was in this particular situation, don't you think?
2: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I think that there's a pretty big difference there. I don't think that uh, anyone who is being intellectually honest uh, can really condemn uh, a strike that kills a guy who was just a butcher who killed hundreds of Americans, thousands of people. Uh, He was just an awful person who uh, had, had done terrible things throughout his career. Now, Mike, we also
0: saw the storming of the embassy on the news recently. Why don't you tell us a little bit about
2: what happened there? So, prior to the attack uh, that took out the General Soleimani, um, there were protests that were led by militia groups that were backed by Iran. And these militia groups stormed the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, in Baghdad, and they broke in, uh, they broke through the outer walls, Uh, Fortunately, no one was injured. There was some of the property destroyed and they were in there for a while. Fortunately, uh, no one was hurt throughout the process. But these groups, again, were backed by Iran. So it just all plays into this pattern of um, poor behavior and um, general misbehavior.
0: So was it somewhat related, perhaps, to the assassination of this
2: terrorist mass murder? Absolutely. I I think there's definitely a potential connection there. Someone could easily make the argument that after the attacks on the embassy that were potentially backed by Iran, that the pattern would continue with more attacks. And that was one of the things that made uh, the drone strike to take out the general uh, so imperative because it was possible that he would have been involved in future attacks as
0: well in the very near future. So there are several reasons why this happened. Now, Mike, you talked a little bit about sanctions previously. Iran came out and called the sanctions financial terrorism. What do you make of that?
2: Well, um, I think uh, in order for Iran to try to save face, they have to complain about that. You know, their government over there, the goal is to develop nuclear weapons. Uh, Their goal is, you know, essentially to create a caliphate. Um, So, of course, they're going to complain about those sanctions. Uh, They, of course, felt that they were unduly harsh. But the reality is that uh, in order to try to prevent a government that is thoroughly unstable, um, from developing nuclear weapons, uh, you know, there were serious steps that had to be taken. So, of course, uh, the person who's going to be on the receiving end of the sanctions is going to complain pretty loudly, but I think it was something that uh, needed to be done. Sure. Now, another thing is
0: that with the retaliation from Iran after uh, this assassination No American lives were lost from what we understand right now. Do you think that was intentional?
2: I do. Uh, I think that, again, it was to save face with the Iranian people so that the government could say, hey, we didn't let them push us around. We responded with a strong display of force. But at the same time, uh, they used just enough force to make the argument to their own people that they didn't roll over and play dead, but at the same time, they knew to use so little force uh, so as to not really uh, cause the United States to to take strong action against them for it. So with all that in mind, Mike,
0: what's the plan moving forward here?
2: So I think the plan moving forward uh, is going to be probably not a lot in the way of military action. I don't think anyone wants to get involved in a protracted war. Uh, with Iran. I I think everyone loses in that case. Um, But I do think that the sanctions are going to continue, possibly increase, to really ratchet up the tension on Iran and really squeeze them economically uh, to prevent them from developing nuclear weapons uh, and hopefully to deter them uh, from engaging in any type of this conduct going forward.
0: Going back to what Kerry mentioned earlier, Donald Trump came on out and said that when we made this deal, this deal that Donald Trump absolutely despises and pulled out of. He provided Iran with all kinds of cash that potentially could have been used to be fired towards, I know that we didn't lose any American lives, but uh, you know, in in that general direction, so to speak, firing on, on Americans. Uh, do you think that's fair to say?
2: Absolutely. I th- think it was an awful idea to give them uh, billions of dollars uh, because you're giving them an opportunity to purchase more arms to purchase more supplies to ramp up the military uh also you're given the money that they can use in terms of their nuclear program and research so that's just money that you don't necessarily want to give them because you know with a fair degree of certainty they're going to use it to develop uh something that's going to come back and hurt you somewhere down the line especially when you get nothing in return right <laughs> Well, right. I mean, you know, F- fingers crossed promise, right? Deals
1: <laughs> unless, unless you're trying to further some sort of agenda. I, uh, I know Barack Obama wouldn't yeah. have been doing
0: that. But that was the uh, that was the uh, Iran's yeah, part not. of the deal was their fingers crossed promise, right?
2: <laughs> sure, absolutely. I made lots of those to my parents when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say it's like they were just a little bit smarter than President Obama, and they never fell for it. And did you get
0: $400 billion out of your parents for making those promises? <laughs> no, no, I was never, never
2: able to squeeze them for quite that
0: much. <laughs> All right, Michael. Well, we always love having you on this program. Once again, Our this program's senior historian and political analyst, Michael Moore, talking about what's going on in the Middle East. Michael, love to have you and have you back on soon.